It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Masterplan world. Welcome to our latest podcast. It's a pleasure to have you all listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Masterplan. I'm an author, speaker and consultant and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. Today, we're going to dive straight in to bring you our special guest, who is Jules Quinn, the founder of online-only e-commerce business T-Shed, who have a strong, powerful wholesale arm. This year, she was named by Forbes magazine as one of the 30 under 30 in retail and e-commerce in Europe. She's been running T-Shed since 2011 and now has 16 people in her team. Hello, Jules. Hello. I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you are right now. So how did you get started in e-commerce? Um, so e-commerce was the first thing that kind of happened with the business. It's a lot easier to launch a website than it is to get into a store. So um, we sort of had the website and then about a week later we launched in store. So it was kind of like the same thing, but um, obviously I planned the website for quite a while to get that ready. Oh, that's quite quick having to launch both in a week. Yeah, but it's good. I think they really do work hand in hand. So it's um, worked really well for us. And it's been great to have it from the beginning. Excellent. So the the e-commerce was very much a natural place for you to start. Yes, definitely. You can really showcase your brand online and people can get a feel for what you're about rather than just seeing it on the shelf in a shop. Cool. So uh, so you're, you're saying the e-commerce side gives you that kind of voice to expand on what your brand is rather than it just being a, a box of tea. Absolutely. Yeah. You can talk way more about your products online than you can on your packaging in the store. Yeah. I suppose you can't really say to turn around to Phoenix or Selfridges or something and go, by the way, uh, I'd like to add this pamphlet yeah. <laughs> on the side. Can I do that? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So okay. yeah. Cool. So um, where are you right now? So right now, um, we are focusing on our online um, side of the business, actually. Um, we are investing a lot of time and money in social media um, and sort of reaching out to people that way. And um, that's where we're at right now. So I guess you spent the last few years building that wholesale side and now it's time to really leverage that to grow your direct sales. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we've had obviously had the website and still done social media and things like that, but it hasn't been our main focus. But now we sort of want to bring the online side to to 30% of the business is our aim this year, 30% of the turnover of the business. Cool. Because um, can I take a guess that that's so as you've got more control over the customer, the experience and the margin? Absolutely. Yes. Excellent. So uh, where are you in the world and where do you sell to at the moment? So we sell across the UK. Um, we sell into mainly department stores like Phoenix, um, Selfridges, we're also in Lakeland. And then we export quite a bit, mainly to Europe, um, but also to Japan and um, America. Excellent. So I, so is the web platform, the e-commerce side of it, part of that play about making more of those overseas opportunities? I think we're found quite often by overseas customers online. 
which is really good. But then we also um, attend trade shows and contact them in other ways. But definitely having an online presence helps attract overseas customers. Oh, cool. Okay. So so overseas is definitely a, a growth target for you then? Yes. Cool. Yeah. And um, the product, it's pretty much straightforwardly tea, isn't it? We have two um, sort of two product ranges. We've got tea. It's not any old tea. It's quality whole leaf tea um, in gift packaging mainly. That's what we focus on is is gifting of tea rather than um, a bog standard box that you find in your supermarket. That's not who we are. We're about the gift of tea. And then we also have the bubble tea range, uh, Popper Ball, which is really, really exciting. It's um, bu- basically bubble tea. Um, it comes from the concept of bubble tea and it allows people to create bubble tea at home rather than having to go out to a bubble tea cafe. If you're not familiar with what bubble tea is... Oh, it- you just totally <laughs> anticipated what Chris was going. I'm so glad you just said that because I was just going to ask you, what is bubble tea? I'm now feeling like I should know what bubble tea is and I've never been to a bubble tea cafe. Okay, so bubble tea is a growing trend. It is an iced tea drink it's normally milky and inside the drink are these little balls filled with juice and you suck them up through a chunky straw alongside the iced tea and then when you bite them they pop with juice in your mouth so you're getting a real taste sensation there's the texture of the drink the different flavors combining um, and it's just a really fun experience it originated in Taiwan in the 1980s and then it sort of has come over to the UK about five to seven years ago. Um, and now you'll probably find a bubble tea cafe in, in every major city. Wow, I'm going to have to look one of those out. So that's that's quite a new product range for you to be going, going down the route of. So you've gone from traditional, dry, really quite high quality teas into this liquid option. Yes, yeah. Um, we actually sell it as a powder so you can make it up at home and then the juice bubbles, they, um, they're just in packs as well. So, so yeah, we just want to be something different. You know, we don't, we're not a standard traditional tea company. We're always looking to innovate and bring new products and make it interesting. So it's more about interesting things you can drink that are a great gift than it is about taking on twinings. Yeah, we're not taking on twinings. Never, never, that was never our intention to take on twinings. Um, so what's the platform you've got your e-commerce side of things running on? Are you on Shopify, Magento? We have two. Uh, the Popable site is on Shopify and then the T-shirt site is on a WordPress site. So what made you choose to run them on different software? The T-shirt site was done by a developer who recommended WordPress and then the popable site we sort of did by ourselves to keep the cost down. If I were to do it all again, I think actually going having both on Shopify would would be really good. It's a really good platform and it's so easy to use and you can edit things really easily, whereas when you involve a developer and maybe have a more complex I mean WordPress isn't even coding as such, so it's easier, but Shopify really does tick the boxes. 
It's always, I've, I was really hoping you were going to dive into a comparison between the two there. Because I always think if you, if anyone out there who's, who's launching a new site, if you're mm-hmm. not sure about your existing one, it's always a great opportunity to try a new piece of tech. And, um, and I have to say, I do only ever hear good things about Shopify. So anyone who's listening, anyone in Mossplan world, if you'd like a, a nice little discount that we've organised with Shopify, just head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Shopify and you'll find all the details there. So are there any, across those two sites then, um, Jules, have you got any interesting widgets or plugins that you've brought in on board? Um, for Shopify, we use Receiptful, which is really good. Um, that basically emails the customer after they made a purchase and they can uh, sort of just, it's just about the experience and the follow-on from that. So that's a really good plugin for that one. Um, and then a friend of mine was telling me about, I think it's called Yopo or something. And that's about installing reviews for each product. So we'll be doing that next so people can leave reviews on the site. Excellent. Yeah, a lot of people are using Yopto. That's Y-O-P-T-O <laughs> for anyone out there trying to work. So Y-O-P-T-O. We'll put a link to that in the show notes for you. Yeah. Um, and you've got 16 in the team. So obviously the wholesale is a big part of what you do. How many of the team get involved with the e-commerce side of the business? So we've got two stroke three people um, on the online side because we're really investing in that and um and bringing in an intern, I think, in a in a month's time to really help with the social media, like Instagram and Facebook and things like that, and creating really lovely content for online. And then, then I guess you're doing all the pick and pack and dispatch yourselves alongside the wholesale? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So most, most of the rest of them are on their pick and pack. Excellent. So um, we, we may have touched on this already, but Jules, what do you think is the most awesome thing about your business at the moment? Um, I think the most awesome thing about our business is mm, two things. You're allowed to. <laughs> okay, great. So I think the most awesome thing is the product itself. Um, it's just really cool and it tastes amazing and we're different and exciting and it's just lovely and it's a, it's just a lovely product, both the tea and the poppable range. Um, the poppable range is great in cocktails and Prosecco and we just love it. And if I'm allowed the second one, then yeah. I would say um, our team. Um, we've got such a great team and everyone really cares and it's a lovely place to work and everyone's so happy and it's just really nice. It really comes through with what you're saying, how passionate you are about the product. And you can only get that passionate about the product if you've got a team who believe in it as well and who are who are behind it all. And I think, you know, I've only had brief looks at the two websites, but it's certainly that vibrancy, that excitement comes across, I think, I think ah. there. So do you have any tips for anyone on how to make sure everything's so well uh, in terms of kind of the feeling and the the brand I guess for want of a 21st century term for it um how do you get all that to kind of gel together have you got any tips or is it just a, a lucky organic process no we definitely um spend a lot of time on branding I think it's really really important because you know we do sell tea and there's someone next door who probably will sell tea as well so it really is about creating the brand and um 
quality products and things like that so we research you know what other people are doing we have mood boards we sort of stick to the same kind of colors and the the feel and also the language as well is really important online you know the words that you use the the right kind of hashtags as well and and that all sort of feeds into having a brand online I know um, a couple of people we've had on the podcast have said they find well, the most difficult thing they find to outsource is copywriting. As the owner of the business, to let go of the copywriting and the voice of the brand, they find to be one of the hardest things. Have you managed to do that? And if so, how? So we don't outsource anything. Um, everything is done in, in-house. Um, and yeah, I think I would find it very difficult to find someone who could have the voice of the t-shirt because with the t-shirt the voice in some ways is is my voice and people know that I do run and run the business and we're a team of mainly girls running it so I think um I think that's really important and I don't know if anyone else could replicate that um and it's very personal the t-shirt it's you know we're at work and we might take a picture of like I think there's a picture on Instagram of our new unit that we're moving to and I don't know how well anyone else could do that so so the voice of the t-shirt is is purely us and I and I would not let that go I couldn't let that go cool I think often with with social media where it really works is where it's that natural in the moment conversation <laughs> yeah yeah and you can't no, outsource I, that <laughs> it's like, no, oh no. Instead of going, oh, I'll take a picture of the of the new new uh, new unit, and we'll put that straight out onto Instagram. You'd have to go, oh, I'll take a picture of the unit, and I'll put a brief on Trello for my social media guys to put yeah. out. It's like it just doesn't doesn't quite flow in the same way. No, definitely not. I mean, you can have your your social media strategy on the side of it, um, but that the real raw business side is is just a really nice thing to be able to put out there, and that can only come from you. So what's on uh, the radar? What's on the to-do list at the moment? You mentioned focusing on the e-commerce piece. So maybe what's, what's the, what are the key items within that for you? So we want to build up our social media following. And we are sort of working with some Insta-famous people and sort of um, getting people to try our products and review them and vloggers and, and things like that. So that's what we're doing on that side. We're planning some pop-up events in Newcastle, so we're getting more tasting of our product out there. Um, we're launching into bars as well, so not just into um, cafes for the tea, but also like looking at bars for the pop-up range. And um, working on the big account, so we really are working on Waitrose. We need to get into Waitrose. In fact, they need us. <laughs> if there's anyone out there from Waitrose who wants to get in contact with Jules because you really need her products, do let us know. We'll put you all in touch. Yes. Um so that's my that's my big thing for this year, which I, I need to get. Excellent. And you mentioned there the pop-ups, and you've done a quite a few of these pop-up tea shops. How so they they're clearly they work for you. Yes. Yep, they are a really good way of showcasing brand because we don't have our own store. Um, It's really nice when we can do the pop-up events. They are low risk. You don't often have to pay much at all. You can do it in conjunction with other people as well. Um, They're really fun. You can try things out. If some things don't work, you can quickly change them because you haven't invested that much probably. So and they're just really fun and you can take lots of pictures and show people what you're about. Um, so yeah, it's really good. 
I'd recommend pop-ups for for everyone really and there I, I'm guessing what you're saying there's an awful lot of planning that goes in to make sure you make the most of that pop-up event you know making sure you're ready to social media you've got everything there and you've thought it all through yes yeah a lot of planning goes into sometimes just a five-day one-day event um because you've only got that that opportunity right there and then to make it happen so so about how long out would you be plotting a pop-up we have done a couple with Fenwick in Newcastle and I think it was about six months of planning Um, and then it will probably be in the last month or so that we really were working on it hard but it does take a a long time to get things approved and things like that if you're working with a bigger store. And then how long do you usually run them for? The Fennec ones have been three months we've done events that were just the day Um, we've done a pop-up in London for a week so it all varies depending on how much you're going to make and how much you're going to invest so are you always aiming for a profit from those or is it more brand awareness or does it vary from event to event? Yeah, it does vary, but mainly it's as long as we break even, then we're really happy if we break even. That's that's the most important thing. And then if you can make a bit of profit on top of that, then that's also good. Excellent. Um, and then I saw on your website, you've done a little bit of extending out into accessories away from the core drinks side you know consumables side of it is that something you're planning on um on pursuing or is that just kind of a a bit of a test at the moment um so in terms of like teapots and mugs yeah yeah we're actually looking at reducing that and making it more into a gift pack rather than as an individual mug because we are so gifty um people sort of want that whole package as a gift package of a mug and some tea and so we're gonna sort of move that to a a gift package rather than an individual item oh nice I see that that fits really well with that whole kind of or the whole brand ideal that you've been you've been outlining to us today so Mm. oh so good luck with those as well then thank you very much right then let's move in to the top tips round Um, And it's time for the top tips round. And I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. Jules, are you happy if we run into the top tips? Um, Yes, yeah. Excellent. So the book top tip first off, if everybody listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? I would recommend a book called Gung Ho. Uh, I'm not actually sure who it's by, but you can Google it. Um, and it's it was actually a present given to me by an MD of a big company. And he gives this book to all the new starters. And it is a really, really good business book. And it's all about teams and the way that you handle people in a team. Um, and it's it's not about sort of, you know, being a boss and not being close to the rest of your team it's actually about sort of being one and and working together and um celebrating each other excellent it's not one I've come across but um we'll make sure we put the author and the title on the website for everybody (laughs) oh that's all right that's all right you'd be surprising you surprised how many people can't remember the author name it's Mm. um it's e- easily done, especially when it resonates so much. Often you get so obsessed with the or so into the the concept that the the author gets left behind. Yeah, poor thing. Um, <laughs> the traffic top tip then: which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? 
the one that, well, most important to us is the one that gets us the most sales would be Facebook um, post boosts. That gets us the most sales and traffic as well. But yeah, that really results in sales. Excellent. Um, I, I know that's certainly a very popular method with a lot of people now to get those. So so you find the post boosts uh, work far ahead of the other Facebook advertising methods for you? For us, yes. Oh, cool. Um, and just out of interest, have you tried the carousel ads? No. Oh, cool. I'm hearing good things about those. So worth a look. They kind of, you list all your products and then someone can click through them all. Might be oh, right. Okay. Might be worth a test, especially with, with different flavour options. Yeah. Um, I don't have any stats I can bring anyone on those, but I'm, I am hearing good things that I can't repeat in any more detail than that, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> so, worth a look. Uh, the tool top tip next then. Uh, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient day to day? Um, the one that we're currently loving is called Pipe Drive. It was recently recommended to me, and it um, is where you you all can put in your your sales. So it's it's a sales thing, really. You put in sort of when the first contact was made, second stage, have you presented to them, and then you sort of move through the co- move through the timeline each deal um, and then that's really good because you can see where other people in the team are at as well and it's a good reminder so that's that's working quite well oh cool is that something um you think people could use for uh working with influencers and bloggers and that kind of thing if you were going on a bit of a pr frenzy definitely yeah you can you, you can sort of tailor it to however you want to use it so just keeping track of of everything is really good yeah, it's, it's often a bit of a challenge when you're getting into um, into sales. Or I always I often think that the sales process, because obviously I'm vaguely fam- quite familiar with that myself, um, is very similar to the trying to get uh, guest blog posts out there or getting um, Instagram famous Instagram people to work with you and that whole building the conversation up to getting what you want out of it. So yeah. I think that could be a very useful. I'm certainly going to go and check it out. Um, Next top tip then is the startup top tip. Jules, if you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them? Um, get your social media account sorted straight away. So um, obviously choosing the right name is important because if all over social media you've got um, other people using that, there might be some conflict there, making sure that you can get that handle is good as well. So just sort of getting everything on lockdown before you invest time and money into it. That's a really good tip. Yeah. Back when I did my first business, the challenge was to find a name we could buy the .com and the .co.uk of. But yep. but now it must be such a nightmare because like, right, we need the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, the YouTube, yep. the website and all the rest of it. So I, I think that's a really good practical tip. Thank you for that one. Um Masculine Plan World. You can find these top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 46. That's the number four and the number six. Jules, I've got one last top tips question for you. If your business didn't exist, which e-commerce business would you like to be running? Um, I would like to be running... 
probably one of the food stores that I could try all the different food and drinks that people send as samples. <laughs> I love it. A purely selfish one. We've got, um, we've had another one go live of another chap who wanted to go totally selfish, which was Colin Gray, the podcast host, who said he wanted to run a cycle business um, selling bike equipment because he wants all the samples to try out on his bike. I was like, I think that's as good a reason as any. You've got, you've got to want the product, haven't you, at the end of the day? <laughs> so, um, Jules, before we say goodbye, would you like to remind listeners where they can find you and the, your business on the web and social media? Yep, so you can find the T-shirt, T-shirt even, at www.the-tshed.co.uk and that's spelled T-E-A, shed. Poppable is at poppable.co.uk, spelled P-O-P-A, ball.co.uk. And then we've got Twitter for T-shed, it's at the underscore T-shed, and we've got at Poppable, and then Instagram is um, at the T-shed, and Poppable is at Poppable UK. And then Facebook, if you just type it in, they'll come up. Excellent. Well, I'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find all of those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 46 or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Jules, thank you so much for being on the Ecommerce Masterplan podcast today and for sharing so much of your experience with us. Well, I for one am now off to find some bubble tea. Another uh, fascinating chat there with with Jules. So I know a lot of you um, are now subscribing on iTunes and various other platforms. And if you're doing that and you're or you're listening for the first time even and you've really enjoyed today's episode and our other other shows on the podcast, please do share it with your e-commerce and retail friends. Maybe you could do that over a cup of bubble tea. Um, we, we would really love you to spread the word because I know those of you who listen are getting an awful lot from, from these shows and I really just want to make sure we're helping as many people as possible. Um, so please do share that news with people. And if you can't think of anyone to tell, then why not head over to iTunes and chuck on a review um, of what you think of the show, which helps other people see it because it makes it more visible within iTunes itself. Well, everyone, have a great week and keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.